This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Today's matchups with the Elite Eight. First up, tell us about Luke in Ontario versus Bayfield, Jim. Yes, Taz, Lucan, Ontario, Lucan, Bidolf County. In Bidolf County, they love cans. They love Lucan, beer cans, and bacon. Home of Lucan Bacon Fest. And although all that booze and salt can be a bit tough on the health, good news is if you have a heart attack at Bacon Fest, you are automatically entered into the Lions Club meat draw. Oh, nice. That's great, eh? Yeah. And you get a discount on a tune-up at Hogtown Cycles. And they're taking on Bayfield this morning. Bayfield, Ontario. The land of Werther's and compression socks. <laughs> hey, the great thing about Bayfield, it's, it's a wild time on weekend. You can head down there, pick up some ladies by the beach by downtown Bayfield. And the best news is no need for birth control, fellas, because most of these single ladies are recent widows that have already hit menopause. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Mount Bridges is going up against Grand Bend today. Mm-hmm. Mount Bridges, Taz. I barely know Jeff Bridges. Mount Bridges is home of rock and wheel summer <laughs> concerts. They've had past acts like Sheepdogs, David Wilcox, Sam Roberts, and more. The only downside to Mount Bridges is it is so full of small town gossip. At least that's what Bert from Bert's Towing told me, who, by the way, has a crush on Kathy at Sunshine Bakery. They're taking on Grand Bend this morning. That really puts the 2-4 into May 2-4. Did you really ever experience a long weekend in Ontario if you hadn't been kicked out of the pinery by a rent-a-cop? They call it Grand Bend because every long weekend, if you go on a bender there, you can spend about a grand. And may I suggest you uh, spend some of that money at the fun novelty t-shirts at the many beach shops in Grand Bend. How about the one that says the man with an arrow pointing up and the legend with an arrow pointing down? Classic. That way everyone knows for sure you're a huge D-bag. <laughs> and you probably have a small wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Kelly, what can you tell us about Dorchester versus Forest? Well, Taz, Dorchester, Ontario. Here's what I know. If you drink more Chester in Dorchester, you could score Chester, but you'll likely end up on the floor, Chester. And there's one big reason to go to uh, Dorchester is to play in a baseball tournament at Slow Pitch City oh, Ball yeah. Diamonds. Yep, where they spell slow S-L-O, probably because Dorchester baseball teams never get the W. And they're taking on Forest this morning. <laughs> Could there be more of a boring name for a town? Forest? You might as well call it Town. But it's been known for having the hockey rink with the squarest corners in Ontario for the longest time. And wow. also has the oldest theater that's still in operation in Canada, the Canetto Theater, which is the same site of the first ever recorded in history a pervert who cut a genital-shaped hole in a popcorn tub. That is a fact. Okay. <laughs> Port Dover versus Turkey Point. Yeah, we all know about Port Dover, Taz. Friday the 13th is when all the bikers travel to Dover to show off their ponytails and leather chaps. The next one, not until November 13th. Can you hold off that long to have a legendary Arbor hot dog? 
That is a local wiener so scrumptious, people are reportedly breaking quarantine just to get one. If you think that's appropriate or inappropriate, okay, you tell the 300-pound biker he can't have his hot dog. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> in fact, they love motorcycles so much in Port Dover, even how the farm animals them? drive them. They love them so much, even the farm animals drive them, Taz. They call them Kawasaki's. <laughs> and they're taking on Turkey Point this morning. I like to play a fun game anytime I ever go to Turkey Point. It's called, Did They Lose Their Teeth From Poor Oral Hygiene or From a Fight? Trick question. The answer is both. Frequent use of chewing tobacco will leave those jibs vulnerable while you're scrapping at the Turkey Point Hotel. And you could end up with Turkey Point summer teeth. Some are there, some are gone. Is Kim Jong-un dead or alive? Just trying to do some digging here. Taz and Jim, good morning. You may have seen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Over the weekend, uh, some news stories pop up speculating that the North Korean Supreme Leader King Kim Jong-un died. Uh, he hasn't been seen in public since April 11th, leading to speculation that he's no longer with us. Jim, what is your, your crack uh, team of conspiracy <laughs> theorists saying about this? Uh, I honestly haven't read too much about it. I've heard about this, that he may or may not be dead, that his sister may take over. Um, I've this, the conspiracy community. The one thing I read is that it's not even a real country. It's either ran by China or the CIA. I don't know what's going on over there, Taz. A South Korean newspaper has reported that uh, Kim Jong-un is still alive. He did have a procedure, a surgery, due to, quote, excessive smoking, obesity, and overwork. So basically being a fat slob... <laughs> I feel like the overwork is an exaggeration. <laughs> Lazy fat slob <laughs> overwork and excessive smoking. So he's had some sort of medical procedure. Hasn't been seen since April 11th. Uh, South Korean officials say he's fine. He's alive and well. Mm -hmm. And he's staying in a coastal city in his luxury compound. He's just doing the responsible thing and isolating himself. Um, while well, he recovers, apparently. We'll see. I, I mean, they could easily just replace him with a look-alike, and we would never know. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he sounds like. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the pictures. Seen, yeah, yeah. We've seen pictures of guys who look exactly like him, too. There was a Donald Trump impersonator with a Kim Jong-un buddy, and they it was a spitting image. That's that right. It was shows. billionaire Donald, our, our uh, Donald Trump impersonator friend, went over to Vietnam, uh, I believe, and uh, with a Kim Jong-un impersonator, and they both got detained by the authorities. Because they both looked so close to the uh, yeah. the originals that they were causing uh, a lot of confusion over there. Uh, another thing that add, added to the confusion over the weekend, the hashtag Kim Jong Un Dead was trending. 
And that doesn't even explain whether he's dead or alive, because is it Kim Jong-un is dead, or is it Kim Jong-undead? <laughs> is he a zombie? He, yeah, he's he's not dead. So, <laughs> really, it uh, it's anyone's guess at this point, but... Uh, it has been weeks since Kim Jong has been spotted in public. <laughs> Boy, the uh, internet really ran with Donald Trump's comments from his press conference last week. Supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light, and I think you said that has him in check, but you're going to test it. <laughs> and then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or... In some other way. Uh-huh. And I think you said you're going to test that, too. Sure. Sounds interesting. Right. And then I see the disinfectant. Where it Uh-oh. knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that by injection inside or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it would be interesting to check that. So that you're going to have to use medical doctors with but it sounds it sounds interesting to me it does sound interesting mr president you know and when i power wash the deck it's like all the dirt just blows away maybe we could power (laughs) wash the inside of your body is there an inside power washer that somebody has could we try that good idea it really sounds like he was half listening to us to some sort of science talk and like picked out the words he knew yeah and reported back and, you know, everyone was, was tweeting and, and posting memes about bleach and Lysol. He never mentioned a specific disinfectant that maybe you could inject into your body. Um, but the reason that connection was made is because a lot of these manufacturers, the big guys down in the States like Lysol and Clorox, felt the need after the president made those comments to put out statements to protect their asses Right. Just to remind people again, do not drink or inject yourself with our products, please. We don't want uh, anyone to misinterpret what the president was maybe trying to say. Yeah. Uh, he went he went on to say he was being sarcastic, Jim. That didn't didn't sound like sarcasm. It sounded like a stupid guy trying to talk about science. <laughs> but if anybody heard that and thought to themselves, I should inject myself with bleach or Lysol, we don't need you around. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, mean like, I know everybody's trying to give Trump a hard time for this, and he's—it's just another stupid thing he said. But if you heard that and you thought that he, the president was telling you to inject yourself with bleach, we're better off without you. I would say there are dumb dumbs out there. It was a true concern. The uh, several of the states—Maryland, New York, Illinois—all saw an increase in calls to poison control centers about exposure to disinfectants internally. After that press briefing. So people were calling to ask, hey, I just saw the president say uh, injecting uh, disinfectants is a good idea. Uh, (laughs) Do you have any tanning beds, too? I need some UVs. Should I give it a go? Here's the public health director of Illinois. Injecting, ingesting, snorting household cleaners (laughs) is dangerous. It is not advised and can be deadly. In the past two days, there's been a significant increase in calls to the Illinois Poison Center compared to this same time last year associated with exposures to cleaning agents. Yeah, so this was a, this was a true concern, and I agree. If you heard that and then you ran to the, the uh, 
the cupboard under your sink and started thinking, okay, should I do the Mr. Clean or the Pine Saw? <laughs> You're a dum-dum. But at the same time, dum-dums are real. They exist. So they have to remind the, the idiots not to do it just to make sure, you know, huh. should, should you die because you're dumb? Yes. <laughs> no, but it just makes it a lot easier to accidentally die. Listen, if you don't want me to drink Lemon Pledge, stop making it smell so delicious, okay, Pledge people? That's on you. Oh, man. <laughs> so just one more time, we here uh, at the Taz and Jim Show would like to remind you not to drink any disinfectants or inject any disinfectants. And we thought the best way to do that would be with a song here. And then I see the disinfectant that knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning? So it'd be interesting to check that. I was asking a question sarcastically to reporters like you just to see what would happen. Right on the bottle. What song are they parodying there? I can't I can't pick that one out. Do you know that song? Yeah. It sounds the like Stereo a, MCs, a... man. Okay. Remember it Stereo so MCs? Gonna get yourself connected. Tumble, you might fall. Tumble, stumble, you might fall. And I guess we owe Post Malone a bit of an apology. We were a little skeptical uh, after hearing he was going to be doing a, a Nirvana cover uh, fundraiser for COVID-19 relief. But the guy killed it, man. Sounds pretty good, Jim. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. And uh, a lot of positive feedback about the performance. It was a lot more relaxed than I expected it to be. Posty looked to be, I don't know if it was his basement. Look at me, I'm calling him Posty now. Posty! <laughs> Loneser. He was uh, standing in front of a bar in someone's house, and then uh, a couple other musicians... In other rooms, including Travis Barker from Blink-182 on the drums. That was neat to see him with all... It like, the number of tattoos on that YouTube stream per <laughs> per capita. Yeah. Huge. More more tattoos than skin, that's for sure. Between Post Malone and Travis Barker there, they're really driving up the averages. They had a guitarist guy named Nick Mack and bassist Brian Lee, who did a great job as well. They did get the blessing of Chris Novoselic from Nirvana, who wished them luck beforehand. So did Courtney Love, Kurt Cobain's widow, obviously. She uh, posted on social media, good luck, Mr. Malone, beforehand. And then afterwards, she uh, said, 
Goosebumps, F yes. Go have a margarita, Post Malone. Nothing but love from over here. Congratulations. Over $2.6 million raised for COVID-19 relief. I heard Courtney Love thought that um, Post Malone sounded so much like uh, Kurt Cobain that she actually sent an assassin over there to kill him. Oh, come on. So happy because today I found my friends here in my head. I'm so ugly. That's okay. So are you. Broken up years. Sunday morning. It's every day for all I care. And I'm not scared. Light my candles. Hit a days because I found God. No, he did a good job when he made the announcement that he was going to attempt this. Diehard Nirvana fans were getting out the torches and the pitchforks, but I think uh, you got to give it to the guy. Clearly a big fan of of Nirvana, inspired by them musically, and uh, I think he did uh, he did a nice tribute there to the band for a good cause as well uh, on YouTube on Friday. And you can see the entire performance the Nirvana tribute by Post Malone. It's up on the uh, the Taz and Jim Facebook page, if you want to check it out now. And we've got some uh, some good news and some bad news about the COVID nineteen pandemic. Why don't we start first with the the good news? All right. Okay. Uh, well, if you missed it last week, we told you that because of the pandemic and social distancing and the fact that people aren't really booking themselves into hotels as much as they were two months ago, that bed bugs could be a thing of the past. Bed bugs have nothing to feed on right now because nobody's going into the hotels. So the bed bug rates have plummeted in North America. Also, here it is, STDs are way down, about 80% down since uh the social isolation started uh how that makes sense can't go to the bars people are staying away from each other you're not going to the grocery store to get uh condoms as much (laughs) even though we told you that uh the covid19 virus cannot be sexually transmitted it is kind of tough to stay six feet away from somebody while you're having sex with them (laughs) <laughs> so, I've seen a couple guys that can maybe pull it off on the internet. Yeah, if you have it, like we said last week, if you have a a seven inch penis or a seven inch, seven inch is still pretty good. But if you have a seven foot penis, you're in luck during the <laughs> pandemic because uh, you can have sex and not catch the virus, but you can't speak moistly mm. near people. Gross. Uh, the bad news is last week there was a story that was released saying that you're okay to go swimming and not catch COVID-19, that swimming pools are a safe place to be because you got the chlorine and everything, and you, you probably won't pick it up in the pool. However, the uh, the city of Chicago is warning people about 
going swimming, and the reason is absolutely disgusting. The practice of obviously being in a swimming pool, unfortunately, we do know that there is some uh, fecal shedding uh, of the coronavirus, if I can go ahead and uh, share that. And so as well as associated with pools, you would have locker rooms with which people would need to change. So you would have more people congregated in the same setting. (laughs) That is the public health director of Chicago saying that fecal shedding could lead to you catching the coronavirus if you're going swimming. Good God. It's a phrase. She couldn't even not laugh when she had to say it. <laughs> the practice of obviously being in a swimming pool, unfortunately, we do know that there is some uh, fecal shedding uh, of the coronavirus. <laughs> it's just so uh, gross. Aside from the coronavirus, I never want to go to a public pool anymore anyway. I don't want to go in any pool. That's the thing. You never really think about what's underneath the bathing suits that people are wearing. <laughs> you, don't. you know? I didn't realize any of it was shedding. (laughs) But now I'm not going to be able to ever go in a pool the same way again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to wear my N95 mask underwater from now on. (laughs) Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.